working with WinShape. You've been doing it for a while now, connecting with the local pastor, connecting these young adults with WinShape, you know. So you experience this time with them, but how do you know, when do you realize, okay, this young adult, young adult A, young adult B, maybe young adult C are ready to serve in the church. How can they come up to a leader and be like, I am ready to serve in the church? Mm. So I think some some students, it's obvious. Like there's some students you can look at and you can say, okay, I see something special in this one. Or the spirit tells you like, there's something about this student here that has a passion to serve, right? And then there's some that you're like, okay, maybe they need to mature a little bit more in their faith. Or maybe they just might need some mentorship, encouragement to get them to that level to serve. Uh, but, and, and so your question is, how do we know when someone's ready to serve in the church? Right. right. Or, or, or even let, let's word it like this. How does a young adult know they are ready? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they have these thoughts in their mind, but you know, the reality in church is, you know, if you're a young adult, there's probably not that many of you, you know, you're with the older crowd. Yep. So, you know, how do you know when it's time to take that step? If you know, you feel that calling mm. in the local church. Yep. Well, I think. If you're saved, you're called to serve. Right, uh, so right, right, right. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're called to serve, right? You're called right. to be a living sacrifice for Jesus. And, and we think of sometimes students say, well, I'm not ready. I'm right. not ready. Uh, what can I contribute to the church? I just don't feel like I'm gifted in any way. Uh, if we think of like First Peter 4 or Ephesians 4, where God tells us, you know, Scripture tells us, you have been given a gift, Right to serve others and to build up the church. And so sometimes I think uh, what happens is students think the church is for them, as in we have a consumer mindset, right? right? We live in America, right? We're consumer, just a consumer culture, which means what can I get uh, from school? What can the school give me? What can the church give me? Mm. Uh, and I think that's one thing we have to be careful and think about. And really for me, working with uh, other young leaders and reaching those students is say, hey, let's help them look at the church. Let's help them look at life through a different lens. Because a lot of times uh, young adults will come into the church and say, you know, what can this church give me? Mm. Right? What can I get from this church? Versus like you said, what can I do to serve? But I think Everyone is called. Everyone is called to serve. And and sometimes students say, well, I'm not gifted, but, you know, my gift of like art, mm. how can that be applied in the church? Oh, there's plenty of ways to use your creativity in the church. Uh, some students are like, well, I really like podcasts, maybe like yourself. Right. How right. can I use that? Well, you can use that in the church, right? There's right. podcasts at the church. Uh, if you enjoy music, hey, the church most likely needs somebody to help with the worship right. or even... Uh, like some people like social media, right? They're just really good at mm-hmm. creating designs on social media. And, and those students sometimes believe that they can't use that. But mm-hmm. the reality is, hey, God gifted you in that way. Even though you may not think that is a significant gift, I can guarantee you someone else is going to say, hey, that is an awesome gift because I'm not good at that. And so I think everyone that is saved, they are called to serve, called to serve in the church. Right. There is a place for everyone to serve. And, and I understand that sometimes... You know, there's there's all types and sizes of churches, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's some really large ones and then there's some really small ones. Right. Right. And and I think uh, as a, a student, they kind of have to just kind of see where can I get plugged in. Right. And I've, I've met students sometimes that say, you know what? Uh, no one's approached me. Mm. That might be the case. But why don't you take that initiative and go to your leader and say, hey, how can I get plugged in? How can I serve? And I think sometimes uh, it's both ways. Students need to approach their leaders sometimes 
But I also think sometimes the leadership needs to approach the students and say, hey, I see something special in you. Would you like to serve in this capacity? Right, definitely, brother. And and I, I think, and this can tie into kind of our next question, our next segment, just as important as it is to know when to step into leadership, when to step into the church and to serve in your local church, how do you know if there is any way to know of a time or, or when do you know to step out of ministry? Mm. You know, is there a certain age? Is there, you know, something that has to happen or, or you know? Yeah. Well, I, I think uh, in our world, we think there's a certain age for retirement, right? right. Like for work. Right. We're going right. to retire, retire at a certain age. And then we have this, this mindset of I'm just going to kick back and do nothing. Mm. Uh, but when it comes to Christianity as believers, I don't think we ever fully retire right. until the day we die. Right, right, right. right. There is a way we can serve. And and I like the way you worded the question because I believe that there's seasons in life where God may have us in one position, Mm. right, and move us to another position. But I don't think we ever fully retire. And so if you think of uh, I'm a single adult, Mm -hmm. right, Uh, singleness is a gift, meaning you can serve in different capacities and and then someone that's married with kids. Because when you're married with kids, it's a little bit harder. I have two kids of my own. Right. Uh, so it's a little bit harder. And I can tell the difference serving now versus when I was single. Mm-hmm. And and you have a lot more time, right? Right. And, and like my wife, she was in Spain for a year on a mm-hmm. mission trip because she could. She was single, right, right. didn't have that responsibility. But now as a married couple, it's a lot harder. But we're still able to serve in different capacities. Right. And, and, you know, I assume as I get older, right, and older, right. maybe I can barely walk, but there's still some way that I can help uh, mentor or pour into other people. So I don't think we ever fully um, retire from mm-hmm. ministry, right? Uh, but there's different seasons in which the Lord calls us to serve in different capacities. Exactly. Yeah. And, and to kind of tie into that, I completely agree with what you're saying in terms of you don't fully retire as in like a regular vocation or a regular job when you actually announce your retirement because in in a practical way let's say we have a pastor of 30 plus years he steps down from being a pastor but in Mm -hmm. reality people don't stop calling him people don't Mm -hmm. stop reaching out to him he he provides the same assistance in the local church that he would as if he were the pastor because like you said you know vocational ministry really never comes to an end now kind of coming back to the first question i know you were talking about different seasons of Mm -hmm. your life and you've actually just entered a new one now with Windshape and the college mm-hmm. program. Yep. So kind of tying back into the first question, you know, how have you seen Windshape and the work that you guys are doing up in Rome and even around the state? You know, how has that equipped, you know, young adults as myself, young adults that you've worked with, you know, to be ready to serve in the local church? Yeah. And so I think first, it's always helpful to look at the need, the need right. of the problem. And so of years, about eight years of working in student ministry and even serving that more at a church plant, Right. Uh, you get a different perspective on the needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And growing up in a small Hispanic church in Lubbock, Texas, um, you know, it was, a, it was maybe a church about a hundred. Right. Um, but when it came to the college ministry, there really wasn't anything there. And, and this is, hear me out. There's nothing, I'm not, no negative connotation. Right. I'm just stating the facts. Right. right, so, right. so it was just, it was just me and a few others. And so for me over the years has tied into my passion with Windshape and working with young adults. And so what I mean by let's state the problem or let's see what issues are out there. And more and more working with other ministers and other pastors from all over the state of Texas uh, and even some other areas, we notice that there is a lack or deficiency of young adults in the church. Mm. And and the way I say it like this is because it's not just Hispanics, it's African-American, Anglo churches, Asian churches, pretty much all different cultures and diversity tend to have, um, 
I don't know if issue is the right word, but there's a deficiency of young adults in, right. in an array of churches. And so how that ties into WinShape is it helps it helps give me encouragement to say, how can I better um, support these pastors and these leaders and say, hey, if you have some college students in your church that are serving on the worship team, leading the youth, uh, leading a college um, Bible study, let's come alongside with what you're doing mm. and let's just uh, offer additional training through WinShape Right. And just encourage these students to go back and feel equipped and feel encouraged and confident to go and lead others uh, in their context. And right. when I say context, uh, that's their church mm-hmm. or it's students going to college. Um, mm-hmm. Some students go to Christian colleges. Some don't. Right. Christian right. colleges tend to have a lot of, you know, uh, Christian ministries on campus. Uh, those The state schools tend not to. But, right. but for me, it's saying, how can I help these leaders equip their young adults because that's the next generation the next generation is the youth coming up and those college students and there's statistics i think it's about it's it's between like 75 to 80 80 percent of young adults that drop off after Mm -hmm. youth group Mm -hmm. so after they leave the youth they don't come back to the church they go to college and Right. And they, then we they think, graduate from the church. They graduate from the church <laughs> right. and from high school, right? Right. right. And so, and it call, it kind of it makes us think as a church, mm-hmm. what are we doing to help help bridge the gap between high school and college? Because most people get married in college, right, or mm-hmm. soon after, right? And then they get their families, and then we think, are they actually coming back to the church or or not, right? Right. Yeah. Definitely. And then. You know, I, I can confirm, you know, with our viewers that are watching that everything you say is true and it is factual because, you know, Winship has had, you know, as you know, such a, a great and, and wonderful impact on my life and even, you know, the lives of local leaders that I know that are young adults as well. You know, whether it's through the DIs that you guys have, the three to five day ones, whether, it, you know, it, it's the trainings, whether it's the, the books that y'all send us, you know, so, so it's just been great. And now having you, you know, as part of that team, you know, and having you as, as a mentor and a leader, you know, has been a blessing. So Nathan, I just want to thank you, man, for just coming on and just, you know, sharing with our viewers and our audience a little bit, you know, about these subjects that, you know, maybe some are questioning or maybe some are thinking about, man. So just thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, man.